Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. The Next Level Leader Podcast, I'm Dr. Joseph Juan Walker III, and I want to thank you so much. Let me tell you, we are incredibly excited about you being connected on today. We don't take it for granted, and of course, we want to appreciate all of you that support this podcast every single week. We hope that we are continuing to help you move the needle forward in terms of your leadership model, in terms of your organization. We believe that it all starts with leadership. We want to continue to expose you to some of the greatest thought leaders out there, some of the greatest strategies that we believe can be a blessing to you. God has placed something extraordinary inside of you in order for it to come to fruition. There's a principle in the Bible called iron sharpening iron. That's what we want to do here. We want to sharpen you, get you ready for where you're going. I want you to make certain that you follow me Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. That's our way of connecting, staying connected with one another, and tell all your followers to follow me. We hope to reach a million people with this podcast, and we're well on our way. You can help us do that by sharing and taking the link and sending it to folks and tell them to subscribe. And also go to josephwalker3.org for content that we believe can be a blessing to you. I want to get right into this today, and let me tell you something. This one is going to be a game changer for you because we want to identify and eliminate threats to your success. It's a foregone conclusion that you as a leader want to be successful. We've talked about success and what that looks like for us. It's about not only just success in seasons, but it's significant. It's about leaving a legacy. And a part of being successful is being mindful anything that attempts to hinder that, we have got to make certain that we position ourselves to be successful by not taking things for granted. It is so important now that you understand the attacks that will be levied at you personally when you're on the trajectory that you're on. Paul says, when I would do good, evil is on every hand. So think it not strange. that things are going to happen to try to disrail and disrupt the destiny upon your life. But as a leader, you already know how to embrace that and move forward and declare that God has given you victory over every attack that comes into your life. Now, here's the deal. Sometimes the enemy is not out there. Sometimes the enemy can be within you. And my first principle is an exact example of that. It is identifying, eliminating threats to your success starts with the big one, time management. Now, I want you to hear this. Some of you chuckled on that. Oh, that's me. Stay right there. Let me tell you why I'm going to stay right here. Because if you don't effectively manage your time, you will never be able to accomplish the tasks that are set before you. If you find yourself lamenting at the end of the day that I don't have enough time in the day, There's not enough days in the week. If 
for me to do the things that I need to do. I want to challenge you to go back and do an audit of how you're spending your time. Look at how you're actually walking this thing out. And you may discover that you've got a lot of time gremlins out there, things that are just chewing up your time. You know, it could be the 30 minutes you spent just looking on social media, going up and down with your mouth open, <laughs> up and down other people's timelines, just fascinated and looking and no, no sense of learning, no, no value added, just caught up in other people's lifestyles. You know, it's the daydreaming. It's, it's the starting late. It's showing up to things on time without knowing that with your own time, you're late. See, one of the things I try to do is I, I try to teach the folk around me how to value time. Time is currency. So if something starts at 5 o'clock, if you're there at 445 and you're in your spot, you're doing your thing, you're ready. When the thing starts, it starts at 5. We're not starting or getting things prepared at 5. We start at 5. Because we value time. People around me who know. And that's one of the things that I think blesses me more than anything else. People say, you know, Joseph Walker starts everything on time. That, to me, is one of the greatest compliments. Because I know the value of time management. And I know how so many people let time get away from them. They're lethargic when it comes to time. Very carefree. You know, what's the big deal? But when you've got things to do, you're trying to be successful. You've got to eliminate the threat of time management, meaning that you don't do it well. Secondly, yielding to demonic distractions. That is a huge threat to your success. Nothing more powerful than personal discipline. I continue to reference this over and over again to you guys. The Celebration of Discipline, Richard Foster's book. We have to get to a place in our lives where we do not allow ourselves to be drawn away by every demonic distraction that comes into our lives. These demonic distractions are there to get us off of our focus, and therefore we're no longer productive. You think about how much time sin takes from you, how much time those things outside of the will of God take from you, you begin to realize they're nothing more than distractions. You could get that time back. You could be so much more productive, so much more available. You have to have a discipline about yourself. You can't stop the devil from bringing things to you, but you absolutely can control how you respond to it. The songwriter says, yield not to temptation, for yielding is sin. With each victory, he'll help you. <laughs> I love that. And so many to win. I want you to get to a place in your life that you declare, I am not going to yield to these demonic distractions that want my time because if they want your time, it wants your character. It wants your character. It wants your commerce. Get it? Seeing often makes you stay longer than you wanted to stay, play longer than you wanted to play, and pay more than you were willing to pay. How many successful people you know yielded to demonic distractions and it cost them greatly? The third thing is about your environments. Negative people and environments can be a huge distraction, huge threat to your success. Make no mistake about it. When the psalmist opens up by saying, blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, it is a powerful word for all of us to really rethink our relationships. 
begin to really process and look carefully at the people around us because negative people and environments can truly be a threat to our success. I've seen people, I've been in rooms where people were about to be interviewed for major jobs and people have gone down their social media sites looking at the people, the crowd they hang out with because the crowd you hang out with can speak volumes of your character and your potentiality. And so it's important that you keep the negativity away from you and keep all the things that are not of God away from you because this stuff can hinder the success that you so desire from coming to fruition. Negative people are dream killers. They're people who don't believe that things are possible. They're not under the same word that you're under. So they, they're they just responding in the flesh. You've got to create an environment that you continue to believe that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Negative environments, stay away from them. Negative people, stay away from them. So those things do not become threats to your success. Here's another thing. I've learned this the hard way. Too many irons in the fire can be a threat to your success. When you're high-functioning like I am, <laughs> man, you have a tendency to take on so much. I've talked about boundaries on this podcast before, not ball in the ocean. I've talked about all of that. But sometimes you can have so many irons in the fire that you're not successful in either one to the degree that you know you can be. I can do this. I got this. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And so we glorify the grind, but it doesn't yield the fruit that we need. Why? Because we're not thinking carefully about all the things we have going on at the same time. Look at your life and ask yourself, how many irons do you really have in the fire? And that's why you can't do the things that you really are assigned to do to the level that you know you can. Of course, you can make it happen, but is it producing at the level that you know is possible? You see, ladies and gentlemen, you've got to be willing to pass some of that stuff along, create a system, culture, boundaries, whereby you're not taking on too much at one time, that it's robbing you of the precious time that you have, consequently becoming a threat to your success. <sighs> this next one, I have to pause on because it's a big one. And it's because I've seen this a million times and I really want you to pay attention mismanaging your money is a threat to your success. When you're successful, you're yielding fruit, money is coming in, but you don't really know how to manage that. It could be a threat to your success. It could be so short-lived. It's not about having money. <laughs> it's about how you manage it, that you will have it 20 years from now. So often we come into it, and some of us are first-generational, wealth homes. And when you're a first generation of wealth home, the challenge with that is that sometimes you've never been taught how to manage it, how to deal with money. Nobody's taught you how to invest it properly. So you just spend and spend and spend. You end up wearing your wealth. You get it? Versus actually investing it and understanding how it can grow over time to be a blessing to you. So many successful people have lost it all because they did not have boundaries around their money. They were not tithers. And if you were not a tither, how then could God rebuke the devourer for your sake? When you understand the order of prosperity, when God blesses you and what to do with it, that I bring the tithe to the storehouse, God rebukes the devourer for my sake, right? 
And when I begin to save up for myself, I begin to make sure that I have retirement and insurances and things like that in place. You never want to be that person or that business that's living from check to check. It's too much stress. And the stress of that can often create problems in the organization. I tell people all the time, there's a pure purpose by which you're called to do what you do. But if it is motivated simply by commerce because you don't manage money well, your motive will be questionable. Because now you're just going and going, not so much because you are assigned to do that, but because you need to do that. I am telling you today, managing money, get you a good financial advisor, get somebody that can help you work through this and manage this. It would be an amazing time in your life to sit down with somebody to understand financial markets, to understand how to position you and your organization financially so you don't have to worry about these things five and 10 years up the road. Yes, we celebrate you coming into money. We celebrate you getting money, working hard, but we need to see you 20 years from now having something to show for it. Here's the next thing. Seeing the big picture but neglecting the details can be a threat to your success. You see the big picture. You got your eyes locked in on what you want to do, but you're not seeing things from a granular level. You're not paying attention to those small details. See, one of the things I've tried to be, and I unapologetically tell people I am an infrastructuralist. I focus on infrastructure and developing that. And as a consequence, I know the details matter. Details. You got to be diligent in the details because that's where the deals are. You got to read the fine print. Some people are so in a rush to get something done that you don't think about things like the cancellation policy and how much it may cost you or what's in that and what's in that and When you focus on the details and you create a culture and climate about your organization that says we take nothing for granted, we want to read this through thoroughly and understand everybody's role and everybody's role matters, the details matter, then you can assure the success of your organization and you're eliminating threats because people don't rush things by you because they know you're going to pay attention to every specific detail of the deal. Do you see that? every specific detail of the deal. Let me leave this last thing with you as a big threat to success, the lack of spiritual focus. It happens to the best of us. Business starts to grow. Things start to move faster, you know, and we start losing our spiritual focus. We stop coming to church. We stop giving, we stop praying because we're just doing and doing and doing and we're just trying to make it and we're grinding and we don't realize the same God who gave us the grace to be successful, to open up all of these doors is the same God we must continue to make time for and not lose our spiritual focus. You have to be careful that you don't make success an idol. That You start making it greater than the God to whom you serve. I'm telling you today, child of God, you have got to get to a place in your life where you get back on track with God. Nothing like understanding the power of prayer, 
understanding the power of God's word. So when I do that, that's how I center myself. That's how I have greater perspective in my organization because I lean not to my own understanding, but in all my ways, I acknowledge him and let him direct my path. That's what I do. As a 21st century leader, I want you to eliminate these threats. Every day you wake up, they're going to be threats. Time management. <laughs> How do I handle my time? How do I stop yielding to these demonic distractions? How do I reposition myself away from negative people, toxic relationships? How do I decide what I'm going to say no to? Too many irons in the fire. How do I make certain that I get the right people looking at my money? That I don't mismanage the blessing that God has given to me? How do I get to a place where I'm focused on the details and not so focused on the big idea that I've missed the details that are hidden away? And how do I get myself back on track spiritually with God? Matthew 6, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Well, how do I do that? Well, that's why you were listening today. Because I want you to absolutely know I'm pulling for you. I'm praying for you. These threats don't have to take you out. They're there. They're coming. Inevitable. But you are a next level leader. Giving you the strategy. Go forth. Go lead. And be all that God called you to be. I hope this has blessed you. I want you to share this with somebody you know who needs it. There are people out there that are being just overrun by the attacks of the enemy. And their success is being compromised. Because they don't have the disciplines, even the strategy to know how to overcome it. But today you can be a blessing to them by sharing this podcast. And I hope it blessed you deeply in a special way. Thank you. I want you to make sure you get my book, Leadership in Loneliness. Oh, boy. It will bless you, bless you, bless you. Pour my heart into that book. Make sure you get your copy on Amazon or Joseph Walker 3. And thank you so much. Follow me on Instagram at Joseph Walker 3, and I appreciate it. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I pray this has blessed you. I pray God's hand be upon you and your family. I pray that you know the best is yet to come. Whatever the threat, you have the power to overcome it. With this strategy, the wisdom that God has given to you today, we thank God for his word. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Next Level Leader Podcast. Until next time, you be blessed. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting with you.